welcome to a special Pack Attack episode of Brutal Battle. Yes, this is the very first episode of its kind. It's something I'm calling Pack Attack. As people know, I like to do special things here and there because I get kind of bored with just doing the same stuff. So I like to do different st styles of uh, episodes and I'm always thinking about them. So this is the very first of the Pack Attack. Dan Kim is with me. Hey, audience. And he will be the guinea pig for this uh, because going forward, it's going to be done a little differently. Uh, this one is not going to be typical just because I have a little more information than I usually will for these episodes. What I envisioned for these episodes was that we would be tasting a whole pack of beer, like a 12-pack. Not every single beer in the 12-pack, but every different beer in the 12-pack, because usually it's, you know, six beers and there's two of each, or four beers and there's three of each, or whatever. So we're just going to try each, you know, right. different beer from the pack. And there's actually a lot of variance in packs. Like, so mm -hmm. I've seen packs that, you know, it's, a, a, it's usually like a brewery showcase, and I've seen ones that like have all of their different standards, Porter, IPA, Pale Ale, whatever. And then I've seen, recently I've been seeing packs that have just variants of IPAs or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I don't know what we're going to get today. Yeah, a lot of people doing different things. So going forward, how it's going to be is I'm going to know absolutely nothing about any of the packs. Uh, and Rebecca will just do like she does with the mystery beer. She'll go out, she'll pick a pack, and we'll do the pack attack episode. And I, myself and whoever... We'll delve into that pack, and we'll try and see if we can guess what the brewery is and see how close we get, and also see if we can guess what the styles of the beers are while also just evaluating the beers. Mm -hmm. And I'd say let's let's go ahead and, this is on the fly, let's go ahead and give them number ratings. Yeah, too. I was just going to ask you if they wanted why to not? do that. I sure. mean, why not? And that can we can even just make that a part of the normal... Right, because we don't know thing. what these beers are. Right. And... Yeah. Well, I actually know what one of them is because <laughs> you don't. You don't know which one of it is, though. Do you? Do you know? No, I actually I don't. I have an I have a suspicion, but I I don't know for sure. I when I taste it, I think I will know. But um, so why this is atypical? I picked the pack out. Actually, I knew about this pack coming out, and I wanted it. And I'm like, oh, well, we can just do it for the first pack attack. So I know the brewery, but I intentionally did not find out what the beers in the pack were. Mm -hmm. So I know the brewery, but I don't know what the beers are. So I can participate in guessing. That said, I did say I know what one of the beers is because Rebecca had let it slip yesterday and today mm -hmm. <laughs> on two separate occasions. So I won't talk about that one. Right. Well, I mean, if I feel like I can't guess which one it is, though. Right. So it was like Rebecca, was she was talking in her sleep about this or something like that? <laughs> something kind of like that. <laughs> So, so how we're going to do it then is, is we're going to go through each one of these and, and figure out what we think the style is. We'll rate them. And then throughout Dan, you can try and guess what brewery you think it is. Right. I'm... So, and that's, that won't be a thing. I won't prompt you and say, right. oh, what brewery do you think it is after the first one about after the second right. one? Just I mean, whenever you think of it. Style or ABV or flavor, uh, flavor additions. That might be easier than brewery. I've, I've, mm -hmm. I've, for some, like. Uh, some people are really good, like much better that, you know, they, they recognize like a yeast strain or like, yeah. or just kind of like, uh, patterns the brewery has. Uh, I'm, I'm not that learned. Yeah. It's really rare for me to be able to, to like point 
to a certain characteristic and say, oh, it's very indicative of right. X brewery. I can do it from time to time. I have done it on the show maybe like twice mm-hmm. over the span of like 180 some episodes. I so. mean, what are some breweries you feel like have really di- like have a distinctive style? Like I'm thinking of a lot of times Trogues. You think of Trogues? Yeah. I was thinking Omagong is pretty distinctive. They can be, yeah. Um, um, Trillium. I feel like Trillium kind of is, if you've had Trillium. I feel like Lagunitas is. They have a specific thing. Yeah, I guess they can be. Um, yeah, Stone, too. It's, I feel like Stone has a specific bitter profile that I that I feel I can recognize. I don't know if I've had enough Stone to actually dial into that. But, but anyway, in the future... It, 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 I will be totally blind, and the guests will be totally blind, and Rebecca will just ha- have all the information. So, we have five beers in front of us, which everyone's saying, how the hell does that match up with a pack of 12? It doesn't, really. What ended up happening is, Rebecca informed me yesterday while she was taking some of the beers out of the pack and putting them in the fridge. She said, um, we're missing one of the beers that's supposed to be in here. So, basically, she relooked and relooked and relooked, and what happened is... There happened to be four of one of the beers and zero of one of the other beers. So we are missing one that was supposed to be in the pack. Well, the one that you got four, I hope you like it because you're yeah. going to get that same right. guy three more times. So she she did tell me what beer is not in there. So I know what beer is not in there. Oh, she shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> well, but I, I don't know what the other beers are. So yeah. I didn't know what my options yeah, were. Yeah, that's true. But, All right, fine. So, um, but I did, I will say I did contact the brewery to let them know we were missing one. Mm -hmm. They were very, very responsive. Actually, same day they got back to me and said, you know, really, really, really sorry about this. We actually can't replace that because we don't have it available. Like, we can't get it to you. So what they are going to do, which is super nice, is they're doing another pack of beer in like one to two months. And they said they're just going to send a pack for review for the podcast. Right, and if you want to know what brewery that is that was so nice to Carlin, then uh, you'll, find out in, you'll find out in like 40 minutes. Yeah. Well, it, dep- it depends on how long <laughs> it takes us here. So, uh, with that said, let's go ahead and jump into this and see how this works out. Like I said, this is the first time, so we're uh, working it out here. All right, so all right. we're just starting with number one, right? Yep, we just got a number, one through right. five. Well, number one, I will say it's kind of a, it's a dark amber color. And it's it's kind of like a medium hazy, and it looks really cool. It's like a reddish, reddish orangish, yellowish. Yeah, like um, very orange. Yeah, a little bit of red, a little bit of brown to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks nice. And I smell some hop and a good malt backbone. Um, I'm instantly thinking maybe pale ale or something like that. I think this is the one I know what it is. Just smelling it. I smell yeah. some honey. <clears throat> I smell some honey notes. I get a little bit of like a lemon zest in there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just getting a lot of good like good fresh baked bread note. Okay, yeah, it's biscuity. It's got that biscuity quality. I get some um, like a um, what a hay some hay aspect. Oh, okay. Yep, those are mainly what I get. Yeah, a little bit of an apple characteristic in there a too. Tiny bit, slight apple, apple or grape maybe. I don't see grape, but apple, yeah. Light? Yeah, light. And that apple slash grape thing, is that that's a lot in there. There's a decent amount of apple to it. There's a lot of that hay quality and a lot of honey to go along with it. And, um, yeah, 
I mean, there's a little bit of bitterness on the end. There's a little bit more of a mouthfeel than I was expecting from the nose on this beer. Yeah, I'm, I mean, honestly, this is very quick drinking. Um, yeah, this goes down relatively quick. What are you, uh, you think, you thinking you, I'm not going to guess on this one because I think this is the one that I, I was told what it is accidentally. So what are we trying, are we trying to guess the style or? Yes. And at any time you can throw out guesses about the brewery and I'm going to record this stuff. Rebecca gave me the list that's folded that I haven't looked at of what beers, what, and who, you know, what breweries on there, ABV, what the name of the beer is, style, all that stuff. So we'll reveal that afterwards, but I'm going to write it down as we go through. Okay. Well, this so. is so light. Uh, I want. It's. I wonder if it's. Uh, it's not hoppy enough to be like a session IPA or something like that. No. There's there isn't much of a hop characteristic there, and the hops that are there are more earthy yeah. quality. Right. They're much like more a noble hop. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're. Hmm. It's a solid beer. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind it at all. I was, I'm trying. I'm. I don't think I'm missing the word of what I think it is. Uh, it's. I don't think it's like a. I, I still think it's an ale. It's. Maybe it is a lager. I don't. Listen to, listen to your inner your inner beer geek. <laughs> it will guide you. <laughs> uh. I'm 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 drawing a blank on the word. I I'm I'm le- I'm leaning towards more of a German style. Okay. Like kind of like a Marzen. A Meritzen style. Yeah. Okay. Which is a lager because you're saying right. lager. Um. So you want to say like a Meritzen or? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So Dan says a Meritzen. All right. Any guess on the brewery yet? No. No. I said I wouldn't prompt you. On that. <laughs> I'm not going to keep doing that. Don't worry. Um. Solid beer. What do you What do you want to give this beer? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna... I'm gonna give this a three. This is a perfectly nice beer that I would happily drink on many occasions. Mm-mm-mm. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go the same way. I'm gonna do a three as well. Three overall for that beer, which, on the podcast, is a solid rating. I know a lot of people... Are like three is so low out of ten, but it's just what we do here. <laughs> that same feedback a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, mainly Kyle Norman, the big listener. Like he brings it up all the time, and he's always said he's like, you know, it is easy for him now because he'll say, "I just listened to the podcast, and I know that no matter what number you give, my number would be too higher." Right. So he always knows that's how it is. So he would give this a five out of ten. Right. So, uh, let's move on to number two. So we're not going to do a reveal at all? Nope, not until the end. Oh, uh, this is suspense at the end. Got yep, it. yep, all at the end. Because we, we know what the, uh, brewery. What the brewery is. Alright, all right, so here we go for two. Ooh. This one has, Ooh. has a bit of a Smarties, uh, candy Smarties note. Yeah. Like a citrus and sugar going together. Right. I'll, I'll also say grapefruit peel. Yes. Yes, definitely. I would definitely agree with that. This is definitely striking me as um, like an IPA style. Yeah. But where? Regular IPA session. I'd have to wait for the flavor. As I keep sipping this, I feel like I'm getting some odd vegetal note coming through. Hmm. Like lettuce a little bit. Really? 
Maybe my sniffer's off. I don't know. Like a romaine or like something more bitter like an arugula? I'm talking like iceberg. Oh, okay. Which, in my opinion, is one of the more pungent right. um, lettuce smells. And uh, you were getting hay in the last I'm getting hay in this one, too. Um, I could see where you're getting a little bit of that. That might be like... A li- yeah, a little bit of an earthy right. hop quality, but... Yeah, like hay still in the field. Like <laughs> Yeah, I get a ton of that kind of candied Smarties, like citrusy, sugary aspect on the nose. That's what I get the most of. I get yeah. a lot of that, and it smells nice. Yeah, if you're, you're sometimes, um, sometimes you'll zest uh, citrus, and you'll get that burst of, of uh, citrus oil that, that just perfumes the air. I'm getting some of that in there, too. That's nice. Carlin, you just took your first sip. What do you think? I took two. Um, the There's a lot more bitterness on there than I thought there was going to be. Um, but it's not crazy, like, out of kilter or anything. It's good. Um, I definitely think it tastes like citrus rind. Yeah. To me, it's more of like an orange rind aspect. Mm-hmm. There is a little bit of a, of a very faint grapefruity fruit quality in there. Yeah. And I definitely get that flavor of, you know, the citrusy, sugary Smarties. Um, but it's a lot more dialed back than I thought it would be from the aroma. Yeah, I'm getting, um, you know what's interesting? I can taste the same kind of yeast profile. Maybe it's the yeast profile or the hop profile. As the first one. As the first one. But I definitely, there's a recognition between the two um, that that's I find interesting. I wonder, I wonder if that's... Uh, flavor profile of the brewery that that will kind of stay consistent throughout. That'd be something that, interesting to look out for. Um, I think I'm tasting also is like this kind of, um, oh god, how do I? It's kind of like a, a little bit of a cat pee in the in the background okay. that I'm, that I'm getting in both of them. A little ish, right? That's more intense on this one. Okay. On um, what are we? Are we just gonna call it two? Yeah, number right. two. Um, oh man. Do you want to go first on guessing what you think it is, style-wise? Uh, you know what this reminds me of that I had, um, not that long ago? It reminds me of, um, what's that brew out of St. Louis? Schlafly? Yeah. Their Tasmanian IPA reminds me of that. T-I-P-A. Yeah. I think that is typically more robust with the citrus flavors yeah, than this. Yeah, I agree. It's more intense, but it's like a less intense version of that. I can it's, see that. More dialed back, a little more bitterness to yeah, it. Like, yeah, and a little, yeah, a little bit more watery, but not in a bad way. So what do you think style-wise? You think style, it's an IPA? Is I think I do think at? it's an IPA. Straight IPA, Imperial Session. No, it's definitely not... It's, I don't, I think it's a straight IPA. It it's might be, straight IPA. you know, but within IPAs, and you know, you can get anywhere from, you know, six to 8% or whatever. Right. It might be on the lower end of that. Mm. I'm between IPA and session IPA. Yeah, I could see that. It's such a fine line. And the, the body on this is so light, mm-hmm. which I know technically it's the alcohol that defines session versus regular IPA, but I feel like I can't get too much of that alcohol. I'll go regular IPA, but I'm going to go a regular IPA with um, grapefruit peel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you think as an as an addition? Yeah. I think that's just something that's in the hop that's in the hop profile um, rather than an addition. You know, it's funny. You were talking about session as being the uh, as being indicative of the of the alcohol level, and I think they're definitely related. But to me, session always means 
can you drink multiples like two or three or even more of that right. can you can you can you move towards drinking a six pack of this by yourself mm-hmm. that to me that's that's what session means yeah no i hear you um do you have a number for this one uh i will say i i think i enjoyed number one more than this one um but not enough to make a number difference so i'm gonna go three on this one as well that's really funny because i was thinking the same thing i was like i do think i like one a little bit more but i don't yeah i just can't step down to two on this Mm-hmm. So we're gonna give it a three there as well. So two solid beers. Yeah. Um all right, let's move on to three. Three is significantly darker. Yeah. Um but you can kind of see through it if you put it up to the light. It's got a little reddish uh tinge to the brown. Yeah, it almost looks like a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. No, that's a very good assessment. It's got that little bit of red around the I edges. mean honestly, even the bubble profile looks like a soda. It looks like probably like some sort of brown ale, maybe. Oh, I get... Oh, my God. I get soy sauce out the wazoo on this. Oh, I get green coffee like oh, crazy. Really? I get soy sauce and... You're right. I do get green coffee, but I soy see, sauce was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, I can, I can see a little bit of that soy sauce aspect, but I got... Like, what hit me like crazy up front was that green coffee aspect. <laughs> Although, my the dinner I just ate had soy sauce in it, so I wonder if that's carrying over. Soy sauce on the brain. That's possible. That's happened to me before. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can smell anything else, but I just feel like it's like coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. Yeah, it's so funny that we instantly got two very different... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they both come from darker malts, so yeah. at least we're in the same vein. I, I can't really pick out anything other than coffee in this, honestly. I do get a little bit of where you're coming from with the soy right. sauce. But it's not much to me. I mean, I I get a faint amount of roast in there, too. I mean, I just... Okay, I can see that. Because I've seen green coffee, and yes, there is a roasty characteristic. But to me, it does differentiate between, like, roasted coffee versus green coffee. And then what I'm getting out of this is, like, well-roasted malt. It's definitely a different flavor. And something I appreciate this is I... uh, The first two, you had to kind of pull pretty hard in order to get an aroma out of... This thing was... Just jumps at you. Yeah, this thing was yeah. jumping at you. This was... Please smell me! <laughs> it was... Mm-hmm. Okay. I took a sip. Plenty of coffee right up front. Yeah. But then there's like this milk chocolate right under it. Yeah, the it's very velvety. It's very creamy and That's velvety. a very good way to put it. It is velvety on, on the tongue. And I was not expecting that at all. Because all I could get was the coffee. I had figured there'd be... Kind of a bit of that acrid kick that mm-hmm. you get from coffee. Yeah. A little bit of like dark chocolate also in there that's, that's nice. Mm, that's good, man. Uh-huh. Mm. Coffee, milk. It's got that lactic quality. That's where that velvetiness is coming from. You like think this is more aspect. likely a milk stout than an oatmeal stout? I don't think it's a stout. Oh, you think maybe porter? Yeah, I'm thinking porter on it. I think it's a coffee porter. That's my guess. Hmm. I think it's a coffee porter. I mean, there's a lot of coffee, but, you know. That's my guess. Um, and this beer is well done. Yeah, I like it. I, I agree. Can't, I, can't go, I, I can't go super crazy on it because it's just a few flavors. It's not, like, super, super complex to me. But right. it's pretty damn good. I'm going to put a five on this overall number. That's a nice beer. 
I'm a fan. I agree with you. And personally, I I really appreciate uh, how drinkable and yet flavorful it is. And you're right. There is just two, two or maybe two notes on this, but they're two good notes. Yeah. And that's why I was like, if it was just the two notes and they were just like, eh, I would have probably gone down to a two, maybe stayed on the three if it was still tasting okay. But the fact that those two notes are very well executed, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're kind of equal parts. Um, granted, you do get the, the coffee first, but then you get an equal amount of that milk chocolate aspect right after that. Right. So. They I, both I've, get their time to shine. And I, I love the mouthfeel on this. It's mm-hmm. it's velvety enough to, to right. be inviting, but not so much that you can't, like, you know, it's not, like, sticking to your tongue and you mm-hmm. can't get rid of it. It's, it's it, it drops off, like, it tapers off in a nice way. So were you doing the I'm, same I'm going to go five as oh, well. Okay. I agree with you. That's that's a good one. Consensus. And then what are you going to guess for the, the style? So you were saying coffee porter. Yes. <clears throat> I'm gonna go and say coffee stout because that was my that was my first okay. inkling, and I wonder. And honestly, you could make the exact same beer, exact same way, and one brewery will call it a porter and one will call it a stout. Just depends on what they want to do. So, yeah, interchangeable. I'm I'm wondering if I should stick the word oatmeal on there. I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Let's okay. let, let me call it an oatmeal stout. Oatmeal stout or oatmeal coffee stout. Oatmeal stout. Okay. Oatmeal stout. All right. Your funeral. <laughs> no, <it's fine. laughs> All right. I do want to check in on you uh, with the brewery. And are, have you had any? I mean, we got three out of the way. That's more than halfway because we have five. There's two more. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Is Has anything kind of gone off in your head where you're like, oh, this kind of tastes like maybe X brewery? Or... Uh, well, part of me wonders if this is uh somewhat local to us like in the like in an adjacent state um i don't i don't think it's something like flying dog uh i know someone who's very good at pinpointing the malt profiles in flying dog beers <laughs> really yeah apparently he says it's Shane McCarthy he's been on the show he's um works at Ronnie's uh and he was talking about how there's just this this overall malt profile through like all the beers that mm-hmm. he just when he tastes it he's like that is flying dog I can tell it's a, kind of amazing he did do it on the show okay uh, I I don't have a solid guess right now uh, I don't, I don't okay that's fine all right let's move on to four I'm gonna have to clone all right let's go to four here four is very yellow yeah very. Mm-hmm. This, but this is the lightest beer of the four, and it's, yeah. it's interesting that it's our fourth one. Yeah. It's very yellow. A <clears throat> little bit hazy. You can't fully see through it. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a haze to it. And there's a decent white head. It's got the biggest head out of any of the beers here. I mean, if I was just to look at it, I mean, we uh, this show tends to go uh, lighter to heavier, like most beer, beer shows do. Yeah. And if you were just showing this me... Showing the beer to me, but I had no idea what it was. I was just looking at it. I would, I don't be, I would say, I don't know, uh, wheat beer, you know, summer shandy. I don't know, just just purely on the color. So, I've started smelling this. It has some of the same characteristics as two on yeah. the nose, which is that kind of citrusy, sweet, candied Smarties nose. Yeah, that is in there. 
But I get like, okay, and bear with me on this. Have you ever smelled cherry chapstick? Because it, or, or like one of those, it's like a cherry chapstick or like when they had strawberry chapstick out and it's just like a synthetic type smell, but it's definitely some sort of like fruity. That's, it kind of smells like that to me. But straight up chapstick, like no, no, like a uh, eucalyptus or no. metha, whatever else no. in there. Okay. Just like regular base chapstick. So kind of like that fruit. waxy, kind of that yeah. waxiness yeah. to it. Yeah. It's. It's kind of strawberry-ish. I can... But there's a lot of that citrus in there, too. To me, that's a stretch. I mean, I can... If I... I can imagine it in there, but... Yeah. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have come up with me unless you said it. Well, maybe my nose is totally off. I don't know. That is possible. I'm getting a little... I'm definitely getting a lot less bitterness on the nose than we had gotten in, too. With its hop characteristics. Yeah, it feels a little bit more well... A little bit more balanced and rounded than 2 was. I feel like I'm smelling a decent amount of alcohol, though. Not crazy, not like it's unbalanced, but I can kind of perceive the alcohol in the nose, which a lot of beers I have a bit of a hard time doing. Yeah, I'm getting more of a of like a cooked apple note in there too. Than than you were getting that you were because you were saying apple in the in the in two, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting more of it here, but in just not in a sharp way. All right, I went in on this. It's got a grassiness, floral aspect. Um, there's definitely that citrus. I'm not tasting what I was smelling as far mm-hmm. as the, the, like the strawberry chapstick or, um, cherry chapstick, whatever. Mm. The mouth is pretty thick. Right. I agree with you. And, uh, just more, it's just, I think it's just more of everything, more hops, yep. more malt, more, more viscosity, more alcohol, more alcohol. This could be an imperial version of two. It, it definitely strikes me as an imperial IPA. Yeah. Um, that level of alcohol, which it's very, very present. I feel like when I'm after I take a sip of it, some of it's kind of billowing out of my nose. You know, when you just get the alcohol vapors just kind of leaking out of your nose, and you just feel it. It's doing that for me. You know, a little bit of a burn with it. I feel like this ABV's got to be like ten, man. Oh, really? I was thinking. Low. I was thinking maybe eight mm-hmm. or nine. I feel like it's got to be like 10 or something. It's up there. Maybe 9. Between 9 and 10. 9.5. Yeah, just everything on this is intense. But it's also... It is. But it's also cohesive and balanced. So, I mean, balanced for what it is. But there's nothing really out of whack about it. And, you know, the the hop profile, it's... It, it's it'll slam you, but it's it's nice. Yeah, it is pretty good. Um... As I keep sipping it, I'm getting a little more and more of that um, candy Smarties mm-hmm. uh, flavor that starts building up a little more and more. And the grassiness in it is right. persistent. Um, right. It's nice. I'm also getting a little bit of pine profile in there, too, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yep. There's a bit of a piney aspect to it as well. You're correct. Um, uh, I got I got a score if you, got, if, if you want me to go. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're both in agreement that this feels like an Imperial IPA. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to give this a four. It's a, it's it's good. Uh, and, you know, it's double IPAs as a, a style I like, but it's it's also a style that, you know, it's it's really intense for me. Uh, but this is well done, and it's not, it's, it's not like hitting me with a baseball bat, which I appreciate. I think maybe we've spent too much time together because I was thinking of four as well. <laughs> we've gone the exact same on all of these. 
Yeah, I was definitely thinking of four because I was just like, it's good. I'm like, but I don't like it as much as three with oh, all the that, with the yeah. coffee and the yeah. yeah. Three three is the clear winner so far. I haven't had a single one that I disliked though. No, no, they're these all are, these are good scores. Nice. They're good. Wish we had a sixth one, but you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you could just pull out a rando and just pretend it came in the pack. <laughs> this, this, was, this was randomly in there. It's not even from the same brewery. This is from a different continent. This is Norwegian. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's finish this out. Uh, we got the final one. We got five. Yeah, and dark, dark, with and even yeah. a caramel head. Yeah. Uh, the very Fancy. inconsistent bubble sizes, like some some of it's like foamy and there's big and small bubbles in there. Big bubbles, little bubbles, living in harmony. I mean, even it just it's not so sticking to the sides, but I mean, even it's it's coming down a little little right. slow. It, it's got but, yeah, legs, but even what what does stick to the side is still dark. Yeah, it's got legs to it. So when I smell this, oh. Molasses, yeah, dark chocolate to it. Mm-hmm. I actually get some of that soy sauce aspect that you were calling out from three. I'm getting yeah. this in this one. I'm getting a uh, prune juice. Yeah, I can see that. I get a pretty present hop characteristic though, as well with it. Yeah, like yeah. a little bit of a citrusy kick on that nose. Smells like a very well crafted Imperial IPA. It's got, it's got coffee. It's got like whereas three had a lot of green coffee aspect. This one has a lot of like straight up roast coffee mm-hmm. on the nose. I Actually, I like, said a lot. It doesn't have a lot. It has some. You get a tiny bit of something like, mm, uh, something like, like clove or allspice or something in there. No, doesn't mean you're wrong though. I mean, it's just. Or something just I associate with that, maybe. I don't know. There's just some sort of, like, warming spice that's in the background that's that's nice. It's possible. I'll try it. I don't think it's an addition. I think it's just, you know, something you can either taste or not. That's smooth as hell. Oh, my gosh. It mm. is very smooth. This is a dangerous beer, because you know this is, like, at least 10%. Well, the first sip, I couldn't... I wasn't getting the alcohol. The second sip, I'm getting the alcohol. It's starting to give it a little bit of a burny tingle in the back of my throat. Mm-hmm. Um, very smooth. There's a lot of dark chocolate aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, a lot of the, that molasses to it. Yeah, very. Yeah, it's a solid roast, but it doesn't feel like overly burned. There, yeah, there's that roast coffee. There's a little bit of a creaminess to it because it is pretty thick, mm-hmm. and that's typically going to show up with, with that kind of viscosity in the beer. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's not, you know, just to compare it to like a famous example of of a big of a big dark beer like this with like uh, the the Goose Island, uh, you know, the Bourbon County. Yeah, there you go. You know where then that beer, it's you know, it's it's almost like I can't even concentrate because I'm tasting fifteen different things and everything is just so big. This thing is more manageable from a in your mouth in your head as far as what you're tasting. Well, the, I don't know, as I keep sipping it, though, the ABV is getting a bit stronger. Um, this has got to be between 11 and 12%, in my opinion. It I is agree. up there. Yeah, I see, but I can taste it, but it's the alcohol is not the first thing um, that you taste. 
And so even though you you know all that percentage is there, it's still it's still very nicely enveloped in its own mouthfeel and flavors yeah. that are really nice. I could I could definitely be sipping this while, you know, while Netflixing and it'd, yeah. be, it'd be great. Um, so for me, the, the lingering characteristics that I'm getting are mainly like a roasty, like a dark roasted aspect, almost a little bit of burnt, mm-hmm. um, along with dark chocolate. Yeah. Like plenty of, of dark chocolate. And my face is feeling warm now from this beer. And also you, when you say dark chocolate, you ever, you ever eat a dark chocolate and then you get that kind of like that lingering aftertaste of, of whatever whatever the, at the end of dark chocolate is i'm getting something similar here there's, you mean there's just like it's bitter or yeah there's like a bit there's like a bitter aftertaste that's specific to dark chocolate that i'm also getting in this yeah it's like a bitter bite to yeah. it um yeah whatever so, that yeah like ba- like baker's chocolate right is that yeah. actually is baker's chocolate bitter more bitter or not i think, I think it, it is, is because yeah but there's like there's every level of 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 sweetness versus bitterness on cho- on chocolate, mm-hmm. you can get like a hundred percent cacao. That's like just, nobody wants to eat that. that yeah, that is because it's like super bitter and tannic and right. yikes. All right, so um, I'm gonna guess this is an imperial stout. Yeah, I agree, and I don't think there's, you know, I'm not gonna say there's any addition to this because uh, I don't I I don't nothing stood out as as uh, an addition. But it's nice, though. I could see if maybe they added chocolate to it. I think but that's it, more like chocolate malts. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't think they added anything to it. I think it's probably just a straight Imperial Stout. Um, do you, do you have, did you get anything like like a wood characteristic in there or anything like that? I don't get any wood, but as I, I keep sipping it, I am getting some of that hop characteristic I was talking about smelling. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bit of a of a citrusy hop note that's kind of lightly there it's just Mm -hmm. like an accenting note this goes down a lot smoother than it should for what i'm assuming the abv is so i was flirting between two numbers and yeah me too one of them is a little high well i was i was gonna i was debating between five and six yeah i was debating between five and six as well which makes me need to taste three again. What's which probably going to taste like water at this point? <laughs> Mouthfeel wise, definitely yes. But the flavor, it's it's yeah, it's like a small version of of three, and it's, it's they're both still good. There's just so much more coffee in, but um, uh, yeah, I think there's there's a lot more coming together in five. Um, so I think it's enough to to have me bump it up to a six. Your thoughts? Uh, I'm gonna stick with five. Okay. Um, it's, it's a great, another good, another really good beer here. Um. Nice. It is good. I mean, yeah, these are I all mean, good. I mean, I'm not gonna try to knock it down to justify my lower score. I don't need to. Five is a good score. Mm-hmm. You're right. So that's a 5.5 mm-hmm. overall. So the, the order in which we, we rated these, uh, that it goes, it's, uh, five is the best, then three then four, then two and one are tied. But that doesn't mean anything to anyone because they're just numbers at this point. <laughs> right. All right, so I'm going to end up revealing what these things are. Um, Do you think it's interesting that our two dark beers are our two top beers? Yes, it is interesting. I like that, though. 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm comfortable with it. Yeah, I'm very do. comfortable. Um, so, do you feel like you want to make a guess now on the brewery? If you don't, I can read what styles these were. Okay. And then let you continue to think. <laughs> and then piecemeal me information until it's so obvious that I feel like an idiot. No, no, I won't do that. I won't do it. I won't do that. You, you will still guess. What state? What's the first letter of the second word? <laughs> the state's official fish is. <laughs> Stuff like that. I could give you hints in that sense. Uh, the only fish I would even I recognize don't even know. is... Rock, rockfish for Maryland. And I know Hawaii has that 15-syllable fish. I know that. I don't. Alright, so do you want to put some guesses out now? Um, <clears throat> maybe Trogues. Maybe... Um, I don't think it's like something like... I'm, I'm just thinking local stuff. Just mm-hmm. That's just a total shot in the dark that, you know, this is something you were excited about and were able to get, so I'm assuming local, but... I know you have contacts everywhere, so that could completely be erroneous. It's true. Uh, I don't think it's something like DC Brow or I don't. This is not victory. Mm-hmm. I wonder what I would guess if I didn't know. I don't, I don't even know what I would guess if I, if I didn't know. Uh, maybe uh, maybe something like Brooklyn. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, these are all shots in the dark. All right. Well, let me go ahead and start telling you the styles. Okay. Okay. So one, you guessed was a Meritzen. I did not guess because I thought I know what it is. Uh, it is a Vienna lager. Number, oh. one, number one is a Vienna lager. Okay. But you were right about the lager aspect of it. Okay. Meritzen is a lager. So. Two, I guessed was an, an uh, IPA with grapefruit peel, and you guessed was just a straight-up IPA. It is a session... India Pale Lager. Okay. <laughs> we were thinking Session IPA, so we're kind of right, but the lager portion, Jesus. Right. Okay. And I was saying that there was, like, the yeast profile was consistent between the two. That's... Yeah. Uh, three is a coffee and oak double brown ale. <laughs> but where's the oak? Is that where that creaminess is coming from? Coffee, oak, brown ale. That's good. It is It is quite good. That's I, good. I'm a fan. I like it quite a bit. Uh, and we had guessed, you guessed oatmeal stout, I guessed coffee porter on that. So we were both off. Right. That's, that's very specific, though. <laughs> Imperial coffee brown ale, that's pretty specific. Okay. Um, four is kind of nondescript. Uh, we guessed Imperial IPA on both of them. It is a double Pacific ale. Is what it's called. It's a strong Australian-inspired ale. Strong ale. You know who does that a lot? Is, I'm going to um, call it an Imperial IPA. Because <laughs> a lot of like a lot of Lagunitas beers that you think of are that uh, think of as double IPAs, they label as strong ales. Yeah. It's, you know, like um, I think Brown Sugar is that, and Under Investigation, and and uh, a little something something. Those are all strong ales. Like yeah. they're not. They don't. They don't label themselves as as double IPAs. So the final one, number five, we were correct. Imperial, straight up Imperial Stout, and it's called Seven Summits. And, um, yeah. So that's what the beers were. What uh? Do you have any guesses now, knowing what styles they are? So the just so just to just to recap, Vienna Lager, uh, one, IPL. Two. Yes. 
double double okay, brown double, ale. Double coffee double oak. double coffee double brown ale. Coffee and oak, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and then uh Pacific Strong Ale. Whatever that is. Double Pacific Ale. Double I, Pacific I'm just gonna call I think that <laughs> I think I think that translates to Imperial IPA. I really do. Like double IPA is I think is what they're trying to you say. You think Pacific means like West Coast? Is that what that they're trying to get at? Yeah. I do. Well, I mean but Australia. Oh. Australia. So east coast of Australia. Every coast of Australia. <laughs> Northeast coast of Australia. I Read me the, the entire title of four again. What is the entire title of Double four? Pacific Ale, Strong Australian Inspired Ale. Ah. Uh, so pretentious. <laughs> yes, it is pretentious. Um, so, so the final one was uh, the Imperial Stout. Imperial Stout. It's called Seven Summits, which that doesn't, you know. Don't tell you anything. <laughs> so, what, uh, so, any guesses now on the brewery? Oh, I don't know. Founders? I have no, I have no clue. I have no clue. Okay. I'm terrible at this game. So, I'll reveal what, what the brewery is. Um, you, I was I'm impressed that you said kind of local. And then you said adjacent state. This is a brewery from Virginia. It is Devil's Backbone. Oh, okay. But this is kind of a trick situation. Because it's a collaboration pack of beer. So, four of these beers they collaborated with other breweries on. The first one is their Vienna Lager. It's the Devil's Backbone Vienna Lager. Oh, just just theirs? Just theirs. That one's not a collaboration. The other four beers, and there were supposed to be five, but um, five other beers that were collaborations. So, the one that we didn't have in the pack was with Sun King out of Indiana. Okay. And that was supposed to be a double cream ale, which I was ex- like... I'm when, excited about that, too. Yeah, when Rebecca told me it's not in the pack, she was like, it's not in the pack. It's, it was supposed to be a double cream ale with Sun King. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Especially because uh, it was like two years ago, maybe. I was in D.C. We went to the Capitals, Washington Capitals convention. Right. And I was like, let me run to a local liquor store. I happened to find, find some Sun King there. And they had their sunlight cream ale. I remember drinking that cream ale and being like, this is a really nice beer. So I would have liked to have an Imperial. Ah. I feel like there hasn't been enough cream ales in my life. Like, no. There there are not enough cream ales on the market, period. Because well-done cream ales are outstanding, in my opinion. I've had a few. Not enough. But yeah. there No one's doing them. I'm wondering when it's that time. They just, gotta na- they just gotta label it cream ale IPA and then it'll sell. Yes. There you go. <laughs> they, could, they could do that. So, like I said, number one was actually just Devil, Devil's Backbones Vienna Lager. Uh, two, that Session India Pale Lager. Oh, I'm sorry. And the Vienna Lager is 5.2% alcohol. Okay. Number number two, the Session India Pale Lager uh, was done with Noda Brewing, which I believe they're out of Louisiana. I don't, don't quote me. I'm pretty sure they're out of Louisiana, though. But don't kill me if they're not. Uh, and that's 3.8% alcohol by volume. Very low. 3.8? Yeah. And that one had on it uh, 60 IBUs. So can I can I interrupt you? Sure. So have you how much exposure have you had to IPLs? Because the only IP... Eh, not the a only, ton. The only IPL I've had is by Yingling, which I know is not, you know, 
think what you will about Yingling. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I do taste a similarity to that beer, which I personally... This is better than Yingling's IPL, which you would... Uh, I'd hope. Uh, you would hope it would be. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I have a soft spot for Yingling. <laughs> That's fine. No. Okay. Not much all. judgment here. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Rebecca has just uh, piped up and, and corrected me. Noda is in North Carolina. I'm sorry. I was thinking of NOLA Brewing, which is out of Louisiana. Sorry right. about that. Noda is out of... North Carolina. Right. No love, of course, is out of Yeah, right. Um, so three was the was the Risen. It was called Risen uh, Coffee and Oak Double Brown Ale. 8.4% alcohol by volume and 50 IBUs. That one was done in conjunction with Surly Brewing out of Minnesota. Yes, Surly's out of Minnesota. So there's, there's that one. Then the next one was... The Double Pacific Ale, the Strong Australian Inspired Ale, 8.4% alcohol by volume, 50 IBUs, done with Thunder Road. I don't even uh, know who Thunder Road there's, is. There's 4,000 breweries in America. Like, <laughs> I know, there's, there's so many, I'm just like, shit. Um, yeah, Thunder Road, I'm sorry, I don't know who you guys are. Sorry. <laughs> there that, are so many breweries like Dan isn't, isn't that a Garth Brooks song? <laughs> no, it's a um, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, right? Uh... I think one of us is right. And Bonnie Prince Billy did an amazing cover of it. Just one of saying. Us, one of us is going to look like an idiot when this Well, comes we're going to look it up after the episode <laughs> and we're going to find this out. I think it's Bruce Springsteen. Rebecca piped up. She says she thinks it's Bruce well, Springsteen. So do I, but we'll find it. Thunder Road's out of. Rebecca's got the info. They're out of Australia. Okay, well then that's why it's a strong Australian inspired ale, I guess. Makes sense. And also makes sense why I haven't heard of them. Um, and the final one, number five, that Imperial Stout, 10.5% alcohol by volume, um, 20 IBUs, very low on yeah, the Yeah, we were thinking up to 12. I remember yeah, we, we saying... I said between 11 and 12, so. And this one was done in conjunction with Wicked Weed Brewing. Wow, we know Wicked Weed. Wicked Weed out of North Carolina. Um, so, what do so you think? How, so, how did you hear about this pack? Um, I actually heard about it because I remember Rebecca and I were driving back from one of our trips to Pennsylvania and she was looking on Facebook and randomly looked at the Ronnie's Beverage Warehouse Facebook page mm-hmm. and they announced, oh, we just got the, um, it's called the Adventure Pack, a Adventure Pack from, um, uh, Devil's Back, Backbone Brewing and it's a collaboration pack and I was like, oh man, cause she was reading off, you know, what breweries were involved with it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that sounds so good. Yes, it's funny with these packs. I feel like is 12 like the kind of the standard number in these packs? For a 12 pack, yeah. Shut up. (laughs) No, for these variety packs, is 12 kind of a standard number? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it has been. Okay. Someone definitely could come around and and do something different. Right. I mean, I, I, I see no reason why you can't do a four pack. Just like uh, we had the coffee comparison episode where, mm. you know, it was Terrapin. It wasn't a collaboration, but they just took one base stout right. and then did four different types of coffee. Such I don't a good see, idea. That's it's a great a idea. idea. I don't see why a brewery can't just be mm. like, hey, let's do a four pack of collaborations. Well, because uh, this had, this is 12 beers. Uh, sorry, 12 beers, but it was six different two of each in this 12 pack. Yes. So two times six. And I feel like I've seen others... That have, or like, there's four different breers that you get three each of. Yes. So, so three times four. Yeah. 
Uh, I think, I, I think maybe Oscar Blues has one that's like that. Like they have three times more. I think like the that. majority of them are four different beers, three of each. Right. That's the majority of what I've seen, but it varies here and there. Um, right. And let's not forget that 2015's beer camp release was one beer of each of 12. Yeah, yeah. Which that excites me being the ticker, you know. Right, so So they did that at least two years in a row where there was 12 different beers in a 12-pack, which was amazing. Now, this most recent one, which I haven't uh, cracked open, but it's sitting in my basement waiting for me. Uh, it was it's a it's a two two by six just like this one was the yes the the yeah. newest beer camp is two by six it's like two each of six different beers which the thing is they both have their advantages uh, you can try more and get more variety with the twelve different ones but with the six different ones with two of each it's a situation where if you really like something hey guess what I have another one that that's exciting right you know so it's a trade off <laughs> it's definitely a trade off so. But anyway, what did you think of this? Uh, as a whole, I think they did a solid job. You know, I know that I rated uh, the Imperial Stout as the highest, and I, I'm going to stick by my numbers. But the one that I'm going to be most excited about to drink again is going to be that double brown coffee. Coffee. coffee yeah, beer. The, that the coffee. That thing's oak, great. Don't, yeah. You know, like. Surly does it right. Yeah, for Oh, Rebecca has informed me. Okay. So she told me now uh, what we have four of. We Obviously, I said we have none of the Sun King double cream, cream ale. ale, which kind of sucks. <clears throat> but she said we have four, well, three more now of the Wicked Weed Collaboration Imperial Stout. Okay. So. And, you know, you can. That's not a loss. That'll, <laughs> yeah, and that'll, that'll be able to stay good for a long time. So you, yes. don't, you don't feel, you don't have to feel pressure to drink it right away. So you can just store one if you oh, want to. Yeah. Definitely. Actually, sounds like it might be a good idea to, um, you know, we just had one fresh, maybe let it go a year, do another one. Yeah. Two years, another one, three years, another one, something like that. <laughs> I could do that. I like how in your mind you just you just listed five years, a five-year vertical of this, but you only actually have three more. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, you did. You said it like four times. No, I didn't. I said two, yeah, I said two the years, table three years, remember. four years. I don't know. Yeah, people, you, you know. And now we're going to go, I'm going to pull up Thunder Road and actually the, the cover by Bonnie Prince Billy because it's awesome. But anyway, um, what did you think of the overall episode? Uh, Is it worth doing again? Yeah, definitely. Right. You know, one is just, it's you get to try more beers in a, in a shorter yeah. amount of time. So I feel like I did a whole night session in just a condensed... <laughs> condensed version of it it's great yeah pretty much well and if we had all six of the beers it would have been three episodes worth basically of mystery beers so there you go i mean that is a typical recording session so yeah so yeah like i said in the future i'm gonna know nothing so i'm gonna be guessing along of who the brewery is and i don't think i'll ever get it and i think it does a good service to the listener because a lot of these packs people consider them as kind of like um they're trying to throw in yeah, stuff that people don't want, right? So you're killing, kind of killing two birds with one stone with them because you're you're getting a variety of beers, but you're also be able to you know buy twelve instead of one, you know instead of one or six at a time. So you get a little bit of the value of bulk pur- purchasing and still being able to get a variety of beers. And I I've looked at them several times at these packs and wondered, oh, should I get that? And so. Yeah. 
you know, these packs, I think these are, this is a good way to go for a brewery and for the buyer. Well, the way that this came up is because I was at the liquor store and we were just, Rebecca was picking out beers for the podcast and I was in a different area trying to not, you know, see what she's picking out. And I was just looking at the, the packs, the 12 packs. And I was just like, I feel like I'm missing out on not covering this because people are buying 12 packs out there. You know, and that and that's something else I can cover because obviously we're taking care of the twelve ounces and you know the twenty twos and everything in between on the show. But what about these these twelve packs? Like they come as a grouping of beers. Is it worth buying? And I was like, you know what? Let's start doing this pack attack thing, and then people can listen to it and be like, oh yeah, you know, I've I've always wondered about the you know Oscar Blues pack of beer. Is it worth getting all of those beers in there, or am I just gonna like one or two of them? Mm-hmm. So that's where it came about. You know, I've been going back and forth through all five of these beers, and they each have their own little bit of goodness. And yeah, that's true. And it's it's so nice that it's you know it's obviously it's just, it's one brewery, so that explains its consistency and quality. Right. But these are five well done beers, and I can in, I can drink them interchangeably or just back and forth. Yeah. And they still stand up. Even I can even going from the Imperial Stout to the Vienna Lager, the the Vienna Lager is still holding its own. That's a great point too, because I I thought the same thing, but I didn't think to say it. That, yeah, I went from the Imperial Stat at one point and just started sipping the Vienna Lager. And you can still taste all its characteristics. Mm -hmm. They do stand up, and it's great. This is probably one of the best samplers I've had in a while. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Yeah, and it didn't cost you $15 for the flight. Right, yeah. You know, (laughs) Biblioteca, I'm looking at you, you (laughs) bastards. Um, But anyway, so, yeah, so now you you all know that... It was Devil's Backbone who I was having, you know, who I sent the mm-hmm. email to about the missing beer. And they were, handled it very, very well. Like I right. said, they got back to me same day. They're very apologetic. And so um, they're going to send another pack at some point um, within a month or two, which since we know this, it probably won't do it <laughs> as a pack attack, but maybe do it as its own special thing like we do for Beer Camp. So. Right. You know, another thing about these packs, too, is it gives you a really good idea of, on how to form an opinion of that specific brewery. Because I, I can personally, I don't have that much exposure to Devil's Backbone, but now I have a lot of respect for them, just on the base of this pack alone. Well, they also were sold to, they sold to Anheuser-Busch and Bev, so... Really? I don't know how you feel about that. It was very recent, so... Oh, well, then I take it all back. <laughs> I, I, know, I know there are people on both sides of the fence, and I know that, you know, the the product quality has still been amazing for goose island Mm -hmm. so and elysian and you know breweries of that ilk um so you know you may see no difference that must have happened in the last within the last six months yeah it was very very recent very recent uh and it wasn't it wasn't very well publicized to be honest but um i feel like that kind of news is getting less and less shocking yeah no it is um but i just wanted to throw that out there because i do know there are people who have very strong opinions about, well, if it's an Anheuser-Busch InBev product, I don't want to have anything to do with it. That's fine if you feel that way. I just want to make sure that people have all the information. So No, thank you for that. But in the meantime, I am very happy to accept the next pack of beer that they put out, and I am very <laughs> happy to accept any sort of press releases they send out and events that they might want me to go to, because it's still craft beer, and this was very good. Yeah. And no, this I was agree. actually done before the acquisition, just to say. So, 
Maybe they'll do this again. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Yeah. So, maybe yeah. next time you'll have to talk to their corporate lawyer. <laughs> I should hope not. I should hope not. No, but the person I talked to, let me give a shout out to her. I think her name was Rebecca Holland. Um, super, super nice. Very professional. Um, let me right verify it real yeah. quick. And if you could uh, just announce her personal cell phone number. So yes. No. No, I was, I was correct. It's Rebecca Holland. So thank you very much, Rebecca. I really appreciate it. <laughs> so anyway, Dan, thanks for being on, being the guinea pig for uh, Pack Attack. I will gladly be the guinea pig. I've been guinea pigs for other things for the government for uh, that were <laughs> much less successful than this. Yeah, you do glow a little bit, especially at <laughs> night. So, Just saying that certain drugs were not put on the market because partly because of me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because they gave you an itchy butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. <laughs> that's actually a thing that's in these drug commercials. They say like itchy. <laughs> they don't say it like that. But <laughs> do you remember? God, do you remember like when we were somewhere around middle school? They were coming up with these uh, alternate fat potato chips where one Alestra, of, Alestra, where one of the where one of the side is, potential side effects was anal leakage. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally true. It, a Lester did cause anal leakage. It totally did. And still trying to sell it to the public audience while to, while while you while using the words anal leakage in nationally commercials in national commercials. Oh god. Rebecca's losing it by the way because she's listening, listening to this. Um that might be the next gimmick for AB InBev. Oh, the God. anal leakage beer made with a less Oh, that's oh to give it a more. Yeah, Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca just said if you're really constipated, anal leakage could be good. Yeah, yeah, it gives it more creamy mouthfeel. Oh, no. <laughs> no. All right. Well, this has definitely gone off the rails. Hopefully, people enjoyed that, but. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Rebecca, for pouring all these and coordinating. Off mic, not heard. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Devil's Backbone, for putting this pack together because it's awesome and all the breweries involved because it was awesome. Um, But anyway, thanks, everyone, for listening as well. And please keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. 